the Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to today's episode. We're going to kind of talk uh, today about giving your day a reset and this was not the topic that i was going to do in podcast 110 i had something entirely different planned but on the day i'm recording this it's been an incredibly frustrating day i have a lot of limitations uh, physical limitations because of my cancer surgeries and because of my treatments and um, i still am waiting for another surgery i'll i'll lose some of those limitations once i get this last surgery um, but I will say that some mornings the, my limitations are um, frustrating for me and I, I chafe a bit at having to live under these uh, restrictions and, and the, how it makes my life harder. And while I try most days to just leave it in God's hands, do the best I can and move forward, um, some days it gets to me and I, I struggle a little bit. So I'd had a rough morning. I had a couple of of work-related errands to run and everything I needed wasn't available where I went to get it, so it made my morning longer and as I was already not feeling that well, um, having to go to extra places just really frustrated me. I came into work and there was something there that just really got me frustrated and at this point I'm angry and I'm, I'm so angry. I'm not angry at a person necessarily, I'm just, I'm just mad. Um, I'm just mad and I can't settle I I get up and I pace around the auditorium for a little while just to kind of get a little bit of physical energy out and I I realize that my day is going to be terrible from here on out if I can't uh, call a halt to this and reset my day and I did that and I want to talk to you about that today because I I guarantee you that people listening to me right now would say that was my day too I think we all have those days where it just things just don't work they just don't go your way and and I have some signs we're going to start out with some signs that you need a reset and you might see yourself in some of these this certainly isn't an exhaustive list but these are things that I see in myself um, and those around me when when you when you reach that point where if you don't do something deliberate your day is just going to careen right off the rails Number one, this was this morning, you feel angry for no reason. A lot of times I'm just I'm just mad. I just woke up frustrated. And everything that happened just kind of built into that frustration narrative and I get really mad. Um, if you find yourself just being angry and you're not sure why, um, there's no real logical reason for it and the things you're mad at aren't worth getting mad at, um, that's a sign that you need a reset. If you're impatient with everyone or everything or you're on edge constantly, you just feel like the slightest little thing is just going to push you off the edge, you uh, you need a reset. If you feel anxious, um, this often comes out in movement. If you can't settle physically, pacing, jumping your legs around, just moving your fingers constantly, I, I a, a clue for me that I am anxious is when I clasp my hands together and I rub my thumbs against each other and... I, I do this to the point where the skin on the top of my thumbs gets sore, and that's how I realize it. And um, 
that's a sign for me that um, I am I am beyond. Um, it, this isn't a simple like snap out of it. You actually need a reset at that point. You think the whole world is against you. Have you ever done this? You pull into a into a parking lot and there's this great spot and someone cuts you off and takes it and you take it personally like they hate you. Um, or maybe several bad things happen and you're like, what next? What's going to happen next? Um, you need a reset if you start to think that the whole world is out to get you. If you find yourself distracted and unable to concentrate, maybe you're just constantly picking up your phone or you're supposed to be working on something and you find yourself staring into space and, and you can't focus your attention on anything, um, that's not going to get better unless you actually get yourself a reset. You want to hide from people in general. And I, I want to be specific. This is not a person. There isn't like somebody you don't want to see today. But you just want to hide from the world. People in general, you just don't want to be around anybody. You'd rather stay at home in your pajamas and just hide. Um, that's a sign that you need a reset. And another big one for me is you've experienced a nameless fatigue that has no clear reason. And you just you just feel tired. And what happens with me, and I, I think this is pretty common, is you start telling yourself, oh, I'm so tired. And you, you keep telling yourself that over and over again in your head. And eventually you can't snap out of it because you convinced yourself now that you're exhausted. And so you need to reset that and, uh, and start thinking about something different. And uh, so these are my signs. You might have some different ones. Some of these may resonate with you. You may have some you would add to the list. But what do we do when we get to that place? Because when all of these things start happening in my life, I can't just tell myself to stop or I can't just decide, okay, this is enough. I need to have a better day. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't generally work that way. You need to do something that snaps you out of it. And so I have made a list of some things that I do and that others, others have told me they do to kind of reset your day, to, to press um, the reset button and just start fresh. And so here are some ideas. The first one is pray. Just tell God how you're feeling. Pour your heart out to him. And this isn't an opportunity necessarily to make demands of God and tell him, I need you to fix this. I need this done. What, what this kind of prayer does is it, it takes all of the stresses of your life and just lays them at, at God's feet and just says, I can't carry these. Can you carry them? And you just take each of those things and you just set them down at the feet of God. That's what I, I did in the auditorium when I was pacing around. I was just like, I can't solve any of these things and I don't know how to fix any of this stuff, God. I'm just leaving it with you. You can hold it for a while. And I always imagine God saying, finally, like he's been waiting to take that burden from me. I'm carrying it around on my own all day, which is why I'm angry and I have this fatigue and I think the whole world is against me because I'm carrying something that I was never meant to hold on to. And so in our prayer time, we, we take a few moments not to, not to tell God what we want from him, but to let him have all the things we're holding on to. And then the next thing is something, it's, it's different than, than, than this kind of prayer. It's a different kind of prayer. And this is to sit in silence with God. To acknowledge the fact that you are with the God of the universe who loves you greatly and cares for you more than you could imagine. And to sit quietly for a few moments in his presence and allow him to love you and to to fill you with his love and to experience his compassion and just be present with him. 
sometimes it helps to have little images in your head. I know um, we do silence um, before and after a devotional in a class that I teach here um, at the chapel where I work. And we, we often will tell people to have a little, you know, something that can help draw them to the presence of God. I listen to an, a meditation, a scripture meditation app before I go to sleep a lot at night. And um, one of them is on Psalm 23. And they say to imagine yourself lying in a field and you can hear the water uh, go past the rocks in, in a little creek next to you. And you're just lying in the grass and you feel the sun and the breeze. And I imagine that I am there and I am in God's creation with him. And that is something that kind of helps me a little bit and just calms me down. And I just, I'm there in the presence of God. I, I, I smell the, the smells of the, of the trees and the grass and the flowers. And, and I hear the sounds of the water and the birds and the leaves as they're rustling in the breeze acknowledging that God created all that and I can just be with the creator of the universe and set my stuff aside. Um, another woman shared with me one time that she often imagines a sunny day and sitting on the front porch and just putting her face to the sun, knowing that God is the light of the world and that he illuminates our darkness and that she just puts her face to the sun and just imagines that this the light of God is shining on her and she is just in his presence in that warmth Whatever it takes for you to, to do that, spending a few moments just away from the, the chaos of your day in the presence of God, a powerful God who is immensely personal, who is with you at every moment. He's with you whether you stop and acknowledge him or not. The, the point isn't to, to let God know, hey, I'm here. The point is to tell yourself, hey, remember, God is present in this chaotic moment. And I can always find peace because he is my peace. The next thing is one of my favorites on the list, take a nap. Now, if you're at work and you're having a bad day, that might not be necessarily appropriate. Maybe you can do that when you get home. But if it's one of those days when you have the opportunity, sometimes a 20 minute nap or putting your head down on your desk for a few minutes and closing your eyes is something that really helps a lot. Um, just taking a few deep breaths and, and closing your eyes, resting for a moment. Um, that is a, a physical reset, and, uh, and that's something that's really important. And that's the next thing is uh, take some deep breaths. I learned back uh, from one of my cancer doctors that when you inhale deeply into your diaphragm and exhale slowly, that um, if you do several of those breaths, that's actually like a reboot for your nervous system and several other systems in your body, it's almost like you completely restarted the computer and all that old data that's kind of lingering around is wiped away. And so just uh, take some deep breaths. I, I often feel like that's not quite enough on its own. I often pair that with prayer or silence or some of these other things. Um, but definitely some deep breaths will actually reset your nervous system. And so if your adrenaline is high because you've had all these crises or uh, frustrations one right after the other, you're operating, um, your body, your adrenaline system is operating very high. And so a few deep breaths will kind of start to send that back down where it belongs and uh, and that's immensely helpful especially when uh, coupled with something else you could go for a walk you could go take a walk um, maybe as I did in here in the auditorium or if you can get outside in nature that's even better take some deep breaths outside move around a little bit um, 
don't think about the while you're walking don't think about the the things that were stressing you out um, just use that time to just be present notice what's around you pay attention to the to nature look out the windows if you're walking inside uh, just be present in that moment and not uh, focusing on all of the things that drove you to that walk in the first place meditate on scripture I have little spiral notebooks all around the place. Um, I have them in my office. I have them at home. I have them in my car. I just have these little booklets with verses that have meant something to me. Some of them are topical. And um, I have several on dealing with pain. And um, those have been a great comfort to me recently. And I just have them around. Right now, um, the one that's just sitting here next to me in my office that was here last week um, is 2 Corinthians 4.17. For our present troubles are small. And won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Sometimes just stopping to think about that, okay? So God says my present troubles are small because he's looking at them a different way. If I could see what he sees, I would think that too. And I know that they won't last very long because God is making all things new. And so you just work your way through the verse and you begin to meditate on what that means to you. And uh, sometimes I go through several verses, sometimes just one, but stopping to not just read a scripture verse, but actually meditate on it. Think about what it means. Internalize it to your life and your circumstances right now. Sometimes it helps just to call a friend, um, not necessarily to, to dump on them, although sometimes it does help to call a friend and just vent. But also it just helps to hear someone else, what's going on in their day. Take your focus off your stuff and call a friend and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. What's going on with you? And, and just catch up with them for a few minutes if you have that opportunity. It's not wrong to, to vent with a friend, and sometimes that's very helpful, but I also feel like when you're trying to do a reset, it helps if you can get rid of that mindset and not dwell on it. That's why I encourage you to, when you pray, to leave that with God, just to, to hand those things over to Him. Um, I, I want you, for a reset, you really have to take that stuff and dump it somewhere um, and get out of your head and focus your mind on something else. And so when you call a friend, it's better if you just set that stuff aside and, and just listen to their life and, and maybe talk about something that's enjoyable and that uh, strengthens your bond. Maybe a reminder of how uh, close you are as friends would, uh, would really help you in that moment. Journaling is one way that you can dump those things out. Journal it, write it out. And I, I often will find that I don't, I, I tend, some people will write paragraph after paragraph. I tend to bullet them. I just make bullet lists of what's frustrating me right now because I don't want to do this big agonizing list of things. And I, I will then go back to each one and I will try to tell myself, okay, well, what's the truth here? And I will write out the truth about each of those things. You know, usually those things that are frustrating me are faulty thinking. If I'm still mad because someone stole my parking space and I took it personally, it wasn't a personal thing. Somebody just had, they didn't see me or they had a, had a they were in a hurry or they're just a really unkind human being and they would have done it to anyone. Um, thinking through the truth of each one and putting aside um, my interpretation of it through journaling is often very helpful for me. To completely take yourself out of that mindset, read a few chapters of a novel. It doesn't necessarily help me to read a nonfiction book because that forces me to think too deeply. Uh, a novel, on the other hand, takes me to another world. It takes me out of the circumstances of my own day and puts me somewhere else. 
I might be reading a book that's set in in London or in Cuba or in some you know 1940s, um, 1920s or, or you know the the Wild West or whatever book I'm reading. You know, there's all these different genres and and time periods and and countries you can be in, and it just takes you out of where you're at and brings you into this. Uh, different kind of environment for a little while. So sometimes a few chapters of a novel is enough just to kind of restart and, uh, and restart my day. The next one I put down is make some tea. And this one is an interesting one. The, the process, it isn't, you know, drinking the tea is magical at all, although it does have some restorative effects to us, but it's the process of making tea. Just, just kind of be present to the tea itself pour the water, boil it, stand there quietly and wait for the kettle to boil. Watch the steam come out of the kettle. Pour the, the pick out your tea and put it in the tea in your, your mug and pour the water. And it's the process of doing this and being present to each part of it pulls you out of your routine and it pulls you out of where what you're focusing on. And oftentimes we we have, we have structured our lives and our culture today so that we never need to be bored. But boredom is actually incredibly important for your brain. Boredom is a reset for your brain. Boredom clears out a bunch of junk out of your head. And boredom is how we, we, we put things in the right categories and we just kind of are more present to our lives. And so doing something simple like making a, a, a mug of tea, of hot tea, um, and just, you know, putting aside what you're stressing about and don't plan your day and don't figure out what you're doing next. Just pay attention to the process of tea, pouring your sugar, stirring it, taking your tea bag out. Each one of those things along the way, just be present in that moment and pay attention to it. Smell the tea. Notice the steam as it rises. And and just though that act, it seems it seems very silly when you hear it said out loud, but there is a great benefit to that. There is a great benefit to just being bored for a few moments and being being present to that boredom. The next thing is to make a brain dump list. This is where you take a piece of paper and you just write everything in your head and you take the paper when you're done and you rip it into tiny pieces and throw it in the trash can. This is not the place to work out your angst. This is not the place to figure things out. Um, this is just the place to put it all on a piece of paper. I often will will take a piece of paper and I'll say, this is what this is what is true of me right now. And I will write all of it out. I had a rough morning. I had this thing that happened, uh, this physical limitation that was difficult for me this morning. I couldn't get what I needed. I had to go extra places. I'm really tired. I don't feel well. I, you know, all of these things, you just list them all out. When you're done, you just kind of rip it up. Throw it in the trash can, take a couple of deep breaths. You've just gotten rid of it. You've taken it out and you can start fresh. The next one, put on some worship music and sing along. As much as silence helps us, also the act of focusing on God is important. And so sometimes worship music is the way to go. Um, I tend to put on some stuff that's more energetic and maybe I will kind of bop my head along and sing. This works well when I'm frustrated in my car, when I'm driving somewhere and I'm, I'm just finding that my day has been piling up on me and maybe I'm going home at the end of the day and it's a, it's a nice reset to put some music on, sing along, uh, pay attention to the words and really uh, allow them to absorb into my soul. The last one is to reflect on truth. We talked about scripture meditation earlier. Reflecting on truth is something that I think is important to ask ourselves, okay, so what is true right now? 
Okay. So when I when I came into work today and just kind of had my last meltdown of the morning, uh, I I had to ask myself, okay, so it's a it's a rough day. I've walked around. I've I've worked some of this this anger out. So what is what is the truth right now? And the truth is is that God knew about every moment of that day before I got up this morning. He knew everything that was going to happen and he is present in it and he is available to me at any moment to navigate these things. That's truth. It's also true that even if I handled them poorly, God still loves me. I am his beloved child. He is well pleased with me. I don't have to earn or perform for him. I don't have to earn his love. I don't have to to do certain things so that he's happy with me. Even if I messed up today, he still loves me just as much as he did when I woke up this morning and I hadn't even started this bad day. What else is true right now? Well, it's true that God offers fresh starts and new beginnings. It's an opportunity. This this bad day doesn't have to stay this way because God is continually making all things new. There are fresh mercies for every moment of my day, and he is faithful to help me whenever I ask. So these things are all true. It is good to stop and ask yourself in these situations, okay, so these things are real, and I don't wanna, um, I don't wanna say how you feel is wrong. Um, it, it is frustrating when you have to uh, deal with limitations in your life. It is frustrating when you're tired or you're sick and you're trying to get things done and things just don't go your way. It is hard. Life has hard moments. And while these aren't necessarily earth shattering things, you feel how you feel. And some days life just feels really sucky or it's hard. And simple things just can send us right out of our minds with, with frustration or anger or despair. It's okay. It's okay because there is truth in the midst of all that. And there is an opportunity. There is a, a, a moment in this where we can stop and we can let God's truth take over and he can inform us and his truth can become what we focus on instead of all the difficulties and the stresses of our day. These are some ways that I and some friends of mine that I've talked to about this reset our days and I hope that they are helped to you. In our next podcast, I'm actually going to give you a little help with this Reflect on Truth. I am going to give you um, a a list of verses, and in fact, it's going to be um, the start of something we're going to do every so often this year on the podcast. I'm going to have several podcasts throughout the year that are meant to be something you can put on when you need a little bit of encouragement or motivation or comfort. Um, It is not a teaching podcast, but it's me reminding you of the truth of God's word and what is true right now in your circumstances. And we're going to do the first one of those in the next podcast. And uh, that podcast will be episode 111, and I've called it Rainy Day Affirmations. And I think you're going to really enjoy that one. So we'll be back next next time with uh, episode 111. And until then, I hope this has been a help to you today. I hope that the next time you need a reset, you're ready to go and you have some tools in your arsenal to get your day back on track, knowing that God is a faithful God and he'll meet you wherever you are. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Go to BibleGrowPodcast.com to email me, download show notes, sign up for my newsletter, print the monthly scripture writing list, and listen to past episodes. Join the Bible Girl Facebook group to get the latest podcast news and to interact with me and other listeners. I'm all over social media as Jessie L. Robinson. That's J-E-S-S-I-L Robinson. I'd love for you to friend or follow me. 
Join me again for another episode of Bible Girl.